This week on Inside Motorsport, we continue our chat with Porsche Motorsport Manager, Troy Bundy. I hope you'll stay with us. GT3 Cup Challenge has been a, a remarkable success. It's been on the, the Shannon's program, which is probably a better fit for the level that you're pitching it at. But what then does that produce pressure-wise for when you're moving those cars back down to club and to, to, primarily to club level? Yeah, there's not too much pressure, I think. And yeah, and GT3 Cup Challenge is the perfect platform for Shannon's because it needs to be. Um, not as serious and not as high pressure as Career Cup, which is on the supercar calendar. Um, and it's really, for us, it's that, it's that program that allows um, new, new customers to come in and cut their teeth and learn how to drive the cars without so much pressure. And, and Shannon's is perfect for that. And, but we've got a good combination between young drivers coming in from Formula Ford and stepping up and jumping into cup cars. And then we've also got um, you know, the older gentlemen who are just starting off and um, and you know that's a great platform to learn how to drive a cup car. Um, the pressure of selling cars, it's they, they just go like honestly, and and that's across the board at the moment with Porsche. Like from the road cars to to our race cars, they're just they're just selling. Like they're, they're this waiting list on on all of them. And yeah, to be honest with you, if we had got more cup cars um, this year in um, Career Cup, I could have sold probably 30. We just couldn't get them. You know, they're sold out. And, and this weekend I've had three or four guys approach me and saying, oh, I want to buy one and it's, I want to get in. And it's like, sorry guys, we just can't. There's nothing left. And, and we're now pushing them into a cup challenge. And we're now looking at probably grids this year in cup challenge of around 20 plus, no problems. So, When you say there's no cars, is that in 2018? but you could extend the grid in 2019, 2030, or even drivers, you'll be have the second-hand market kick into play then. Yeah, that's right. As, you know, there's no doubt that probably after the first year, a couple of guys might decide to do something else. Um, we'll have to wait and see on that one, and obviously guys can buy those, those cars and come back in a series. We're not sure at the moment of how many cars we're going to get moving forward out of the new cup cars, so we just don't know how many cars are coming in for 19. Or 20, so we just have to wait and see. It's it's based on production. It's based on you know what we get from um, from Germany, and so um, at the moment uh, we just don't know what that's going to look like. It might be two, it might be four, but it's not going to be a, a huge number just because uh, of production levels and and what we can get supplied. So you talked about now overseeing competition operations, those sorts of things. What has been the uh, easiest thing to transfer across to those other aspects of the business? Oh, I, th I think the easiest thing for me has been the commercial because that's my background and and for me I, I looked looked at the business here and they had a, a really good racing program a really great product a great series all that stuff and I had a, a great existing team here you know from operations to media um, to DSO to you know race director those guys know what they're doing so for me I, I couldn't really add too much value to them it's giving them the tools they need to achieve their job and let them go and do that and but when I looked at the commercial side of things here and, and working with a Porsche brand and what we could bring to the table, um, you know, that's what I got excited about. And, and, you know, we've had some really good success there. We've secured Wilson Securities, our naming rights partner, Career Cup. We've secured Michelin, uh, naming rights partner, to um, you know, GT3 Cup Challenge. But 
Also, too, um, last week we announced that we secured Michelin as our now our naming rights partner to the junior program, and, and that's really important to us as well because last year we supported one driver and GT Cup Challenge. This year we're supporting seven drivers across two series, and so you know we want more Maddie Campbells going out there and taking on the world, and you know we want to develop those young young talent in Australia and and send them overseas, and let's see what they can do. So that's pretty exciting. Porsche is a, an international brand and has motorsport operations all over the world. If you're looking at a, a, a potential problem or an issue here in Australia, I imagine that you've got access to all the other experience around the world to be able to resolve things here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the great thing about Porsche as a, as a company and as a, as a brand is they we just talk and communicate so much. So we've got a guy, Christoph, out this weekend because it's our first weekend with a new cup car. Um, he's the head technical guy out from PAG, out from Germany, and he's come out here to support us. But we constantly, um, you know, provide information. So he's getting data information, compiling that information, and then he'll share that information around well, all the other cup cars. There's 21 cup car series around the world of any sort of challenges or improvements that need to be made in the car, and that's consistent all the way through. But that's just not with cars. That's with with technical, that's sporting, that's marketing, how we promote it. So we we work very closely with all the cups around the world, and we share that information and, and sort of see how we can improve things as well. So, of course, we saw uh, Australian drivers running in Asia for the first time, and, and the reciprocal races here. How can that relationship develop, and what does that mean for Carrera Cup Australia and for Porsche Australia? Oh, look, you know that's been a, a great initiative. Um, you know, set up by my predecessor Kurt, and um, and that will continue on. So we went to Sepang last year, which was an amazing experience for all our customers to you know, pack up the cars and and go over to a race. And racing overseas is, you know, it's sort of once in those life, lifetime opportunity for those customers. And um, Career Cup Asia is coming out to Australia again this year, so they're coming out to Sydney Motorsport Park. We've got some really cool stuff we're going to be doing with them, and. Um, and then we'll head back to there the year after that as well. So we'll continue that program. I think what that's allowed us to do is create a much closer relationship with Career Cup Asia. And I think that that creates a whole range of opportunities. Like they came out and raced at the Bathurst 12 hour. Uh, we basically did that together, which is fantastic. So we supported each other in that program. Um, and moving forward as well, what I see is um, us working with both Career Cup Asia and Career Cup Japan and commercially working together as well. There's some opportunities there as well because we're in the same region essentially. So, so absolutely, yeah, we, we always work closely um, with those guys and we're going to forge that relationship a lot closer because a lot of the guys want to, um, our customers want to race in other circuits essentially. So we'll, we'll do a trade where basically our guys can race over there, their guys, their guys can race over here as well. Sounds like you've got some very interesting challenges ahead and uh, it's also interesting to see just how well that uh, the new cup car has performed in the, in the first serious outing. Yeah, it's been, um, honestly, the, the only fault we've ever had so far is just the boat didn't turn up on time and um, it was just completely out of our control and, and unfortunately that, that's just the way you know, shipping goes. But um, outside of that, everything else has been absolutely faultless. The cars have just come out of the box. Um, so they've basically um, come out of the box. You know, they've, there hasn't been an issue with them whatsoever. Um, you know, the guys have really enjoyed the cars. 
um, they're enjoying the new um, the new engine, the way it handles, all those little bits and pieces. So that's that so far it's been brilliant, and the guys have enjoyed the additional power. But I think they the um, handling of the car is a lot a lot better as well from the previous models. So yeah, they're loving it. So it's good. One of the important parts of Carrera Cup's relationship is with supercars. Yeah. Um, being on the supercar program and having the right events or the right mix of events in the championship has one impact because your customers want to race at certain events but two you want to have a representative championship of what the cars and drivers can do across the series. How does that relationship form in developing a yearly calendar? Oh, the, the relationship with supercars is incredibly important to us and it's, I think it's both ways. Um, you know, I think we deliver a great product for them at, um, at their circuits but if it wasn't for supercars we wouldn't have a platform to showcase our cars and, and our drivers love racing at these circuits. So yeah, so we, we do have, it's not a, a one-way relationship where we pay money and we go racing. It's definitely um, a partnership with supercars across the board from allowing us to race at their best circuits, getting access to TV production, um, getting access to obviously being on Channel 10. But more importantly, we also now support them with the safety car programs as well. We, we work really hand in hand with the guys and, and now Bathurst 12 hour, we've got a very big program with them with Bathurst 12 hour. So from across all those sort of key pillars, we're working very closely with those guys because there is benefit on both sides. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. We conclude our chat with Troy next week until then keep smiling and bye for now inside motorsport is produced by thunder media for the community radio network